Richie. Hi, Sin. Hi, everyone. Richie, something very important is happening here right now. Oh, no. What is it? Well, first of all, there's three of us. What? Yeah, but that's not the important part. Oh, okay. Carry on. <laughs> the important part is all three of us have a Brutus Max. I'll get mine down from the shelf. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah, so it's like we're all connected. It's like Dad Stranding. <laughs> <laughs> And who better to introduce our guest than the Brutus? <laughs> uh, our guest today is uh, Smotown. Would you say hello? Hello, the Brutus. I'm drinking out of your head right now. Glad to be back with you guys. Yay! Thank you for coming back. And for those who don't know, can you tell a little about yourself and what you do and where can people find you? Sure. Uh, well, my name is Jeff and I run the YouTube channel Smotown. Um covers not dissimilar subjects that JSF and Sin do. I mainly cover Soulsborne, Kip Lore, but I've also recently kind of branched into other things like Blasphemous, but generally just do medium to long form lore videos. And if you'd like to check that out, my channel is Smotown. Uh, my Twitter is also Smotown, and my Instagram is also Smotown. So pretty easy to find me once you find the first one. And your Blasphemous content is approved by the developers of Blasphemous, mm -hmm. who have been linking you on Twitter. Yes. Yeah, that's been a, yeah. a great thing. Yeah, really pleased that they've acknowledged Yeah, so they've, you've, they've you've really it. found your niche. Yeah, so yeah. I, I really enjoy it. It's yeah. a great game. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Thanks. And just to clarify, Smoke does the good kind of videos, not the podcast that we do, but like the actual solo yeah. yeah. lore with like background yeah. videos and narration. And the whispery voice, yeah, 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 yeah. He provides the the kind of good content that we're an alternative to. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too kind. <laughs> and today we're doing two podcasts, and the first part will be found here, and the second part will be found on Smooth Channel. Correct. Yes. Excellent. And Richard, tell us, what are we talking about right now? We are talking about the two Bloodborne Chalice dungeons called Lauren and Ace, because I think... Did you source these questions from the server? I sourced them from my muse. Okay. Who's a Bruitus? No, 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 no. No, the muse is responsible for a Bruitus, but... Yeah. The muse is the cause of a Bruitus. And still very much at large. Oh my god, Richie, you've never seen the muse, have you? We'll talk about it later. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> track. <laughs> mm -hmm. mm. So we're going to start with Lauren, that's going to be on this channel, and then we're going to keep recording about East, and East will be on Smo's channel. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yep. Perfection. Excellent. Okay. Okay. So, what is Lauren, generally speaking? So, Lauren appears to be a past kingdom or realm that has fallen, like Yarnum is currently doing, to the Scourge of the Beast. Um, seems to be characterized by a desert-type culture. It also seems to form part of the Labyrinth. Um, not sure what the layering of the Labyrinth and Lauren fits in. I, I know how others fit into it, but I'm not entirely sure how Lauren fits into it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, aside to that, it seems to be a culture that seemed to experiment with medicine. We know from certain items like the lore, Lauren Chalice, that there seems to have been some medical experimentation and they speculate on whether that's the cause or the cure of the scourge. Um, but it seems to have certain similarities between Yarnum and Lauren in that they, they both have played around with medication. In Yarnum it was blood ministration and in Lauren we're not entirely sure what it is, but it is a good shout that it's also blood ministration. Yeah. And the scourge that happens there seems to reflect what happens in old Yarnum and they both have a scourge that's spread or made worse by medical use and they also have the same type of beast patients so people that were suffering from the scourge and seem to have been treated at some point and that is kind of on a basic level what i'd see lauren as yeah surface level yeah i would yeah um i would say like basically everything smo said but i'd also say that like it's extremely heavily implied that along with everything else that happened in Lauren prior to Yarnum, they also had their own equivalent of the Hunter's Nightmare area, and that became the Nightmare Frontier that we know now. And it's the origin of Cos, presumably. I guess we'll get into that later on when we talk about Lauren's culture. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So, if you had to guess, when do you think Lauren was founded? So, uh, generally, when I'm thinking about the age differences between the different labyrinths, I'm thinking of how Mm. deep they are and making the assumption that the deeper we are, the older we are. And then, so for me, Lauren comes after early Tumerian civilization and after Ease, because I think that Ease is the oldest, or is, however you want to pronounce it, because we know from Ease chalice descriptions that it's regarded as part of the deepest part of the labyrinth. So I'd say Lauren came after Tumerian and the Ease civilization, but obviously before uh, the Yarnum civilization, so possibly one of the closer aspects of the labyrinth culture and history wise. Um, I don't know if you yeah, feel I, the same, I, Richard. You yeah, basically, insights? yeah. Um, from what we can gather, like Tumeru is the absolute oldest, but then Ace and Lauren sort of branch off from that. It's slightly, con- well, I guess, I guess we'll talk about this like way, way later on, like the actual mechanics of the dungeons. Uh, somewhat convoluted because they changed how they worked and it doesn't all exactly line up, but like, well, the levels, the levels overlap at some points. Oh, no, I mean more like Um, the actual explanation of like what order things happen in is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. 
there's interesting the branching off thing that you mentioned, and I'm sure we'll discuss this later, but obviously uh, ease represents the kind of the cosmos focused part of research that we see later on the church, whereas Lauren represents the more blood ministration research of the church. They're both quite representative of the branches that we see later on. If the other two different, it's like you start with Thumaru and then there's sort of two ways it can go. It can either go toward the yeah, beast infested yeah. ruin or it can go toward the sort of cosmic extraterrestrial place. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you had to assign a year, to when Lauren was founded. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. What you can say is it's, you know, at the end when we do get childhood's beginning and it says you've like lifted humanity into its next childhood, mm-hmm. it's just the previous childhood. Like it's this previous, like if we were talking right. in Dark Souls it's terms, whatever, or something. Like this is the previous, yeah, the previous cycle or the previous age. Like it's immediately prior to, um, if you look at the way everything's lined up in the nightmare, like it looks like it's immediately prior to yeah. what yeah, happened in Yana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And um, where Lauren is located, what was it before it became Lauren? Oh, God. <laughs> well, it was presumably it was always called Lauren. Like that's just its name. No, you don't. No, Richie, you're not understanding what I'm saying. Like, okay, like, you know where I live now. Before, yeah, maybe it was a forest. Like, right, you know. So, (laughs) compared to the comparative to the other labyrinth levels, um, if I may take a leap, this is one of the chalice dungeons that you're most likely to see the sky. And that yeah. when you cross the big rope bridges through the caverns, it seems like a fissure in the earth that it's built into. Yeah. Uh, so it is probably, again, like we say, because it's one of the nearest to the current cycle, it's probably quite high up compared to some of the other levels of the, the labyrinth. Yeah. But I would guess that obviously, given what we see down there, it's in a desert region, um, physically when it existed previously. Mm-hmm. It says it was lost to the sand, so either it was always a desert, or after it was ruined, it became a desert. Yeah, that is that language is interesting. Yeah. I, and I was I did write a note in preparation for this, and we again I'm sure we'll discuss it later. But do you think that that means that it was some kind of mystical? lost the sands and that it wasn't a desert area before but it was swept over or do you think it was lost the sands in like the case of some ancient Egyptian um, places that over time because they were abandoned or destroyed that they got buried by the sand through the course of time? I think I think the idea is it has, it was maybe always in a desert but it's not maintained yeah, anymore so the passage, the passage of time It's the ruins so it's been, yeah it's been swamped by sand because it's mm-hmm. just the ruins now Yeah yeah, the other I guess the other feature of Lauren is that you get a lot of lightning arcing around. Yeah, static electricity yeah. zapping around yeah, the place. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, not not from the sky, but just throughout the area. There's just like arcing lightning that it doesn't yeah. hurt you, but you see it. Yeah, and the beasts there, you you find the uh, the lightning beasts there, the yeah, the abhorrent like, beast and the dark beast and the silver the Lauren silver beast. It's like a petri yeah. dish where this exact environments allowed this type of beast and thing to form because yeah. of the environmental yeah. factors or the yeah. unique properties of the place. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's cool. Thank you. Um, so, 
let's put ourselves in Lauren in its prime. Who lived there? Well, I'm guessing Lauren in its prime just looked like Yana. Hmm. Lauren has these kind of big areas, highways, streets, whatever you'd call them, propped up with these big pillars, high roofed. It looks almost like a, yeah. a street or an atrium or something like that. Yeah. And it is very, and there's wagons about the place. It is very yeah. reminiscent of basic streets in, in Yarnham. Yeah. Um, and given- I'm guessing like also the, the dungeon area is analogous to just the dungeons under Yarnham. So like there would have been a surface that looked something like the Nightmare Frontier. And it's we're just running around the base. Yeah, because obviously the Nightmare yeah. Frontier will have come from somewhere, a so, an original source that whatever yeah. it was dreamt up was yeah. it originally came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But like, what kind of life did the people have in Lauren? I not not a good one. Yeah, I'd imagine it's analogous to Old Yarnum. Yeah, um, pretty crowded. Um. Yeah, I, I I just kind of always kind of compare it in my mind to Old Yarnum just because of the the enemy types that are there and what happened to it. So I think the best in game analog- analogy that we're going to get is probably Old Yarnum mm-hmm. and that kind of yeah. cramped, high up living mm-hmm. kind of style. Richie. Um. Well, you can see that, like the. I mean, I remember when, before we sort of cracked what was going on, we assumed that the Nightmare Frontier was, like, a bit of Yarnum or a bit of Yahagul or something. So, presumably, the everyday life was, like, almost exactly the same. Yeah. Um, the whole, the whole, I mean, like, I talked about this on another, another thing I did, but, like, people talk about Dark Souls having cycles, which is kind of, like, it's kind of wrong. Dark Souls doesn't really have cycles. It just has like one age leading into another age that's different. Whereas Bloodborne does very explicitly have cycles that you can see visually on these different layers, where like the same thing is happening over and over again. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So while we're talking about this, um, and I'm pretty sure you've discussed this before, and I know the answer, but I just want to kind of get it out there. Yeah. Um, see the the mass that we see from the the yeah. Nightmare Frontier is that. The fishing hamlet yes. that's just something we can visually see. Is that is that what yeah. we believe at this point? I'm pretty sure that the I'm pretty sure the idea is that when you're in the nightmare, you can see down but not up. So yeah. when you're in the fishing hamlet, you look down, you see the buildings, you recognize them as part of the hunter's nightmare. So when you're in the nightmare frontier and you look down, you see the ship masts. And then mm. obviously when the game came out, we didn't have a fishing hamlet, so we didn't know what they were supposed to be, but we understand yeah. it now. And like you also see there, there's the things from the, the crawlers that look yeah, an awful lot cause. Yeah. The slug things, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, interesting. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, so presumably, like, the reason Cos shows up in the Hamlet is because they're quite close to each other somehow. Like, I guess through the ocean, they're, like, linked. So Cos was able to go from Lauren to the the Hamlet and sort of, I guess, back again until she was killed. And she was able to just pass between them, essentially. Well, I guess if it's, like, if it's a huge ocean and they make this whole point about, like, the water is something that lets you traverse the dimensions, then that makes the most sense, yeah. Yeah, she was able to pass. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Who was the ruler of Lauren? 
Hmm. <laughs> Do you know we don't know? Lauren. Oh my god. Absolute guess, of course. Given that Yarnum's named after a really Yeah, that's possible. Lauren Lauren yeah. sounds like a name. Could okay. be Lauren. Okay. So Richie shamed me for this and I shamed myself for this as well. But shamed myself. At some point, <laughs> what did I say, Richie? What was it? I was so dumb. Um Oh yeah, I was like is Quinn Yarnum to Yarnum what Lawrence is to Lauren? But Lauren, Lawrence isn't the queen of Lauren though. <laughs> <laughs> also, Yarnum isn't even like she's not even the queen of Yarnum. It's just like she's a namesake. Yeah. Well, it's me- it's meant to be that you don't know what the name Yarnum is, and they keep saying the Thumerian queen has a a name that's like a symbolic name in Thumerian. Then you meet her and her name is Yarnum, and that's meant to explain, oh, the name Yarnum is actually a Thumerian word, and it's it was a Thumerian city the whole time, basically. <laughs> yeah, and our minds are blown. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that, yeah, maybe Lauren is a name, like Smook yeah. said, and like I predicted in a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you if you type out like the Jap- the way it's written in Japanese, it like Google will try to turn it into the name Lawrence, because it doesn't understand what it means. So it'll be it's, Lawrence or I Lauren. Still be right. Yeah. Y- yes, you can. Oh my god! <laughs> awesome. Okay. You can sleep now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stop shaming yourself. Yeah. There we go. This is almost as good as when we found out that somebody did kill Maria at some point yeah. in some cut content. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. was vindicated. Yeah. 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 Okay. Epic. <laughs> Okay, thank you. Do you guys want to say anything about Lawrence's past or Lawrence as it was in its prime or anything like that? There's a lot to say about it. Like what? With reference to the Nightmare Frontier. Oh, yeah? Because I I brought this up when we had Bean on and then he said, no, this is actually interesting. We have to make it a separate episode. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, what, what did you say? Okay, I, I was talking about how the Nightmare Frontier, like, even before they made, before they were explicit about, like, yeah, there was a place called Lauren that went through the same thing before Yana. The Nightmare Frontier itself is designed to be very evocative of central Yana. Like, it's it's meant to look okay. like this all happened before. So, like, instead of the the um, the um werewolves, you have the, the silver beasts with the gug mouths. Instead of the yeah. big like um, huntsman's minions, the guys who roll the balls and everything, you have the the, the giants who throw the rocks. You've got the yeah. the central like the building there is it's designed like the the church's cathedral. It's got the two large wings either side, and then the central glowing thing where the brain is is roughly where the clock is, and that mm. directly faces yeah. a bridge like the bridge in Yana, and then like. We know now, and this this was something that was planned as well. It wasn't a retcon; they just didn't finish it in time. Is that like the clock tower in Yarnum also had giant brain people in it? Hmm. And like, so it's it's very clearly meant to tell you that okay, everything. This is the remnants of the last time this happened. Like you can see, like, everything is like has its own equivalent here. And like you know, in the upper part of that. Of the structure in the, um, we just called Mergo's Loft. In that structure of Mergo's Loft, the upper part where it's kind of roughly where Upper Cathedral Ward would be, you have the scholars that have turned into the spiders. 
Yeah. 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 And then like the, the yeah. brain itself is like, it's partially similar to what happens in the tower, but then it, it's also kind of similar to ROM in that, like they find this great one. That's like a failure. That's like, they tried to create a great one and it, it didn't quite work. And then instead of the ROM, it's this, this brain thing and the brain ends up in this black abyss. Like how ROM ends up in a white abyss. And like, it's very mm-hmm. like, like there's a deliberate doubling going on. Even like, I guess we'll talk about this way later on, but the whole concept of like Lauren was added later on. But like, even without that concept in there, they're very clearly like drawing parallels between everything that's going on. Right. So instead of like giving it a, a backstory and a name, it was just yeah. here is a past version of what had yeah. happened I, before yeah. to make the player realize that it's yeah. happened previously. That was the purpose of yeah. it without yeah. being named. Hmm. Interesting. And it, yeah, and, no, and, it, yeah. now you see it, it's reflective of. And even like the the amygdala is in that um is in the chamber that's like it's like below the rest of it, and that's kind of like Yahagul where they summon the amygdala is below the rest of Yana. Like it all sort of lines up. Mm-hmm. And and so you think that this was like the surface aspect of Lauren, and there would, or do you think it's just been buried by the sand and it was never underground? No, I, I think I think it's like the hunter's nightmare. Okay. Like it's just like a night. Oh, it's, it's like a nightmare out. based yeah, okay. on Lauren. Yeah, it's just pulled yeah, out in the same way that. Yeah. yeah. So, like, presumably, the next time this happens, yeah. they will yeah. find the hunter's nightmare. They won't know what it is, but they'll see like the cathedrals and the blood rivers and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And presumably, like the you know the blood in in that nightmare will turn to poison at some point, and it'll <laughs> be like yeah, yeah. And like our our hunter at the end when we ascend into the squid thing is like that's like cause being created. So like our hunter will maybe show up in the next world and get harpooned or something. That's a great one of some kind. Yeah. 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 And they all kind of rule over their own little realms, I guess. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Guys. What if our hunter actually becomes Cthulhu Mm -hmm. and the next thing is actually our world? (laughs) Well, it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. That's one interpretation. Yeah, yeah. Well, Cthulhu's Cthulhu's sort of rubbish, though. <laughs> like in terms of the in, in terms of all like Cthulhu's popular because of the Call of Cthulhu story, but like Cthulhu himself isn't that big a deal in like the Lovecraft mythos. He's just like an Cthulhu is actually closer to the Thumerians because like Cthulhu is is basically just a priest who oversees the tombs where like the other like great old ones are sleeping. He's not actually that big a deal. He's not, and like he's gained he's awesome. gained power. He's gained power because he is a priest. Presumably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. You're right. It's just because the Call of Cthulhu is probably the most popular story. Yeah, that's really interesting, Richie. I hadn't thought that. I had obviously, obviously considered that Nightmare from supposed to represent Lauren at some point, but you're right. It does very reflective in design. Yeah, yeah. Yarnum. That's very interesting. Very interesting. Anything else anybody would like to add about Lauren, Lauren's past, or Lauren in his prime? I think that's, I guess, it. Like that's it. They had some kind of medical program there that we, yeah, that, that presumably like with. yeah, that building in um in the nightmare is probably like just their equivalent of the cathedral. They would have been experimenting yeah. there. Yeah, that might be yeah. why there's all those cages. And like yeah. all the the weird like crow dog things, 
and you can, like, it has like when Mikolash is in that massive library, which is presumably like where they hoarded all the knowledge. And yeah, yeah, I think yeah, yeah, that aspect is definitely very reflective of the church. They definitely yeah. have their own possibly blood ministry. Yeah, because I remember like why- yeah. Um, before we knew about the nightmares and dreams stuff, they were able to use footage of of um, the Nightmare Frontier in the trailers, and no one picked up that it was meant to be like another dimension. They were just like that. Yes, it was yeah. just a, a place. Yeah, yeah. And what? What? And I don't know if you agree with this. And like, I was just thinking about it in preparation for this. So you know the bastard of Lauren. Yeah, it's a really interesting item. Um, it doesn't give a huge amount away in the description, but I've always thought of it as like some kind of homunculi or something, that it's like a preserved sample of I think it's plague. just like a stillborn <laughs> child. There's, Cause, there's yeah, because yeah, if you start not if you knock on the doors in Yarnum like before the blood moon, but like after like nightfall. Some of the yeah. people there start shouting like my baby, my baby, and I think the idea is like the the children of Yarnum were like being born like deformed or they were they were still or something. Well they're contracting well they're contracting yeah, the plague in yeah. the womb or something. And like the the bastards of Lauren look a lot like a young version of those big giants. Yes. And the giants they've got, are called, yeah, they've got like, like a malformed Yeah, and the giants are called they're called like the giant like lost child. So do you think that those are the dream versions of the the bastards. I think just like the, the children of Lauren were being born more and more deformed, and then the ones that survived grew into those big giant things. Interesting. And like, if you, I, I know that, like, I don't know how much long you've spent, like, in the chalices. Quite a lot. Oh yeah, quite a yeah, lot. Yeah, so like recently, yeah, recently, yeah. So like, recently, you know that yeah. like the silver beasts can drop the bastards. Like if you, yeah, yeah. yeah. So presumably, like those are actually like the children of the. They're children, the right? Yeah. And they're either like either they were pregnant or they're like holding on to like the dead child. And again, do you think this is just more to emphasize that Lauren's about the beastly scourge and Ease is about for example, you in, in Ease you get their special items, probably the Pearl Slug, yeah, correct? Yeah. So that's like obviously again reflective of the left behind great ones. I guess. Yeah. 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 The Battle Lawrence yeah. is meant to obviously exemplify the extent of the the plague and how bad it got. Yeah, and the, the whole point of the bastard as well is that it's used to do the curse ritual. And it says specifically, like, the the stillborn children was, like, the first sign that, that this is cursed. So that's why you can use them to call down a curse on the dungeon. Because it's meant to be, like, the yeah. Great Ones cursed this place because they were messing around. And then, you know, the, the, the children started to die and be born deformed, and that was the... I think they say it's like that's like the harbinger of everything that was to happen. So then you can use those yeah, there's a harbinger. Yeah, yeah. You can use yeah. those children, and so and they let you literally use those children's curses yeah. and the physical curses yeah. and material to in yeah. fact curse a whole ritual and produce yeah. a curse. I, I, I feel like there, from what I've looked into, like there was a lot more stuff about like childbirth going wrong in earlier versions. Yeah, I find it really interesting, yeah. the Bastard of Lauren. I find it a really interesting item. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what it is. Uh, the name as well, Bastard. Is it called a Bastard because 
technically the plague is part of its well, I, is fatherhood? I think or? it's like a translate. Like, there's a lot. It's like orphan of cause. Like, there's just words in Japanese that they don't have a direct equivalent. And I think like bastard is just like it's like the un- powerful, the unwanted. Type, I, I think guess, so. I think the literal thing is like the unwanted children of Lauren. Like, this is the child we didn't want to have, so we it was like. Like, okay, like yeah, abortion of Lauren or like abandoned, like failure yeah, of Lauren. Failure of Lauren. Of yeah, the, it, like it's that. a word that's it's used a lot in the script, but they always translate it differently. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's an interesting item for yeah. sure. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Thank you. So now let's talk about the present and what's going on in Lauren as we're doing our hunting in Yarnum. Okay. So as we play the game, does Lawrence still exist? Very good question, because, like, the chalices seem to be out of sync with time. Like, it's very odd, yeah. yeah. They're dreams themselves, yeah. right? So they're... They're recreations well, or re-pocket imagine. We, we do know that people from Yarnum are able to come and go from Lauren, but we don't know if there's some okay. time dilation thing going on because basically, like, things in the chalices can happen out of sync with what's happening outside of them. I mean, the the kind of focal point for that discussions is often being a Ibritas or Ibritas, yeah. however you want to say it, for that, because obviously she now, as we know, is physically in Yarnum yeah. in the cathedral, yeah. yet we could still experience meeting her in her place in Eve. Yeah. So I guess, like you say, it's either out of sync or yeah. I've quite often imagined it's like it's a pocket pocket dimension that's created through the ritual yeah, yeah. Um, that preserves it at a certain point yeah. in time. You also like have, like, Queen Yarnum, who is, like, pregnant with Murgo in the dungeons, but then above ground she's lost him. Uh, yeah. Correct, yeah, and also, Good like, point. the bloodletting beast is another one where, like, it you, you encounter, you're in sync with it, so the first time you encounter it, it's got the head, and then the second time the head's missing. Yeah, and it's got the power. Yeah, because it's, like, presumably yeah. it's trying to make its way down the dungeons as well. So, to answer your question, Sint, what I would think, um, and I agree with JSF in that it's hard to really put a finger on it because we could just be recreating it from what it was so many years ago. Um, but I'd say it does exist in that it's, it could just be buried under the sands, uh, taken by the sands or something yeah. like that. Um, but it is really hard to tell if it's still in the state that we experience it and when we go through the chalice dungeons. But I would say it exists somewhere under the sands. We know it's devoured yeah. by the sands, so we know it physically it's probably there somewhere in the world, buried. All right, thank you. And this is a very general question, but, you know, when we go down and when we visit Lauren, um, what do you think its architecture tells us? <laughs> Well, there's there's one interesting thing I noticed. I was just I just went through them today just to get refreshed. One of the things I noticed was that there's like these um, incense yeah. holders or sensors. I know they're in both dungeons on the ground, but in Lauren in particular, there's a lot of them hanging from the ceiling that are spreading this kind of I don't know, mist um, material yeah. through the air. And then um, 
I thought that this could have been a way of illustrating the plague and that these censors are... In times of plague in like England during the Black Plague, people would go around with censors that were filled with mm. nice smells to keep the stench of death yeah. from the streets. And I thought that this was either like a medicinal release or it was a way to mask the smell because we can imagine that during the height of the plague or the scourge that happened here that there would have been a lot of death so i thought those were interesting maybe i'm just reading far too much into them but i noticed there are more no i I think i think that's right because like in yanam they very explicitly have the incense to keep the beasts away so I presume it's this, and like you yes, can. This yeah. is a detail in the Chalice Dungeons that people don't pick up on because you sort of have to stop to look at it. But like a lot of the fires you see in the dungeons are a burning animal corpse that they've just set light to. The idea is the beasts are frightened of the smell of burning flesh, so it's a means to keep beasts away. And so you think I'm not wrong in picking up the sensors? Yeah, they are deliberate. No, I think the sensors are very explicitly meant to be like, yeah, this is the same stuff they're doing above ground. Because like all, all the when the healing church tries to barricade something off, there's just tons and tons of those sensors around. They and like the chapel dweller outright says like the scent of the oh yeah the incense is actually keeping the beasts out, and that's why like when, when you send the beast guy to Erden Chapel, he won't go in. Incense. It's keeping him out. It, it, like the smell is driving him away. Yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah, and you can see like like this is another detail, but like all the ones in Central Yarnum, like th- if you roll into them, all these bones come out because that's what's burning in them. It's like this bone that's they're basically the smell of the burning bones drives the beasts away. But when you go to old Yarnum, they're all empty because they burned them out because it's been abandoned for so long. There's nothing left to burn. Yeah, it's just been burnt away. Yeah. 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 So, and the fires are, yeah, in those like big um, street areas in Lauren, like you say, you notice there's a lot of fires, lots of burning mm-hmm. things. So, I think the architecture shows us how they were dealing with the plague, mainly. I think there's a lot of like little features in Lauren, like you say, that people might not notice that are there to give you that view of a city that really has fallen to yeah. the plague and that it's just this yeah. place that was devastated by it. And little details like that pick that out. We could talk about the the clerics and Lauren as well because I don't think we brought them up. All right. There's like a unique enemy that only I think it only appears in Lauren. There might be some weird glitch where it appears other places because it's all randomized. But like they're um they're a, a they're called a Lauren cleric and they're a they're like a a beast that is wearing a like a it's similar to like sort of torn up choir robes like this white robe with this gold trim. And um, they have a like a staff that they can use to shoot fireballs at you. And they're, they're only in the Chalice Dungeon, so a lot of people don't see them because you have to actually go explore Lauren. But, like, again, that's, like, kind of just flagging up in case you missed it, that, like, yeah, Lauren had its own clergy and they transformed as well. And interestingly, um, they look a lot like the the weird statues you find in Old Yarnum. Like, they, they have a... Um, a face with this sort of large kind of like upturned snout that you don't see on any of the other beasts. They look yeah. very odd. They have like a sort of gargoyle. Yeah, I know the ones you yeah. mean there. They're extremely annoying. Yeah. Um, they're kind of... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Annoying. Are they only in Lauren then? I actually hadn't made that connection that they're only in Lauren. I th- they're, yeah, they're only... Well, from... I mean, the, the like I know the, the Tomb Prospectus people, so I'm sure they found like one that isn't. But yeah, they are only in Lauren. As far as I know, like they're meant to be a lord, like a transitionary thing between a cleric beast and a normal beast, or 
I guess it's just like the clergy of Lauren also transformed. So, I mean, Lauren's cleric beast would be things like the abhorrent beast and the dark beast because they're the the large beasts there. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Let's assume that when we go to Lauren, yeah, what we see there is accurate. Like this is Lauren, right? Okay. How are things going there? Not well. How come? Well, the <laughs> it collapsed and it's buried in sand, and there's monsters running everywhere. It's not ideal. Are they? Are they monsters or just like citizens of Lauren? Well, take I guess if if you take Dura's point of view, Dura, like, yeah, they're just like <laughs> there's peeps. I mean, they're they're not bothering each other until you show up. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're just kind of flop walking around, yeah. and yeah, having a, having a good time. Um, I like the visual. I th- it's not a significant, but it's just nice the visual effect of you seeing the dust flying across yeah, the screen. Yeah. This one, it's it's like the cosmic um, overlay that you see in yeah. these. Uh, again, just reminding you that there's this constant stream of sand, probably slowly burying the place yeah. at that point. Um, so yeah, I think it's in the process of being completely buried. I'd say. Who lives there now, then? The beasts. Just the former beast <laughs> the, inhabitants. The beasts and, it, it's um, like, it's yeah. like old Yarn. Yeah, the beasts and random random healing church people who go down and explore it. And then the odd um, abhorrent or dark beast yeah. that's somehow evolved in this unique petri dish, which we'll, yeah. sure we'll discuss in the second. Yeah. Do people still go to work? Well, where would they work? Well, maybe the the, the clerics do. Yeah, out of habit, they could you know go to the yeah. old. That's that's true. Like, they still wear clothing. So, out of habit, you know, habit, they might yeah. go there. They don't really know yeah. what they're doing. Possible. Yeah. That's cool. And can you tell me what is Lauren to Thumaru is and Hintertombs? Like, where is Lauren? in relation to all the other things, and how are they connected? Well, we briefly briefly discussed this, and I think Richie put it well in that it seems that they're offshoots of the original Tumerian civilization. There's similar architecture between all of the tombs, isn't there? So like yeah, the doors that you yeah. left open are pretty much always identical. Yeah. Um, they've all got these same treasure rooms with Tumerian idols yeah. and various forms of beasthood yeah. displayed so i'd say yeah. it's an offshoot um as richie says that's traveled to another location or they've just adopted slightly different cultures yeah. um and therefore it's a later yeah. version i guess like that. like sin and i talked about this another time but like presumably lauren can't be that close to yarnum because yarnum is clearly not a desert or anywhere near one it's very yeah. wet. You can see, like, there's an ocean very close by. So it's like, it's, yeah. it's like, Eng- it's like England. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, yeah it, the the climate is clearly not a desert, so Lauren must be quite far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agreed. And also, like, just going over like um, things that are like mirrored. The the Thumer- You were talking about Thumerian idols, and like, there's there are those like 
it's like a uh, um, stand with a skull on it, which is very like reminiscent of when you yeah. find Lawrence's skull. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 on like a cushion. Yeah, yeah and you find like the bones of saints and things. So they're doing the Yarnum thing of like preserving holy body parts. Yeah, the dead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in my mind, uh, Lauren's always kind of been like a colony yeah. or something that's yeah. moved somewhere else, or yeah, like you say, just descendants that have moved yeah. over time. Uh, but yeah, it's, it is definitely distinct, temperate wise, from yeah. other places that we see. Thank you. And I just have a few more questions, but they're sort of all the same. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's in terms of who knows about Lauren. So, do people in Yarnum know about Lauren? What do you mean people? Like everyone or Yeah, the... like like if you take Yarnum and you talk to like a random passerby and you're like, Hello, good sir, madam, could you direct me to the nearest Lauren? Like I don't I don't think they do. <laughs> I th- it's pretty clear that the healing church do and Bergenworth might. Yeah. And yeah. Obviously the main person who's probably got an interest in it is Archibald, probably. Yeah. Um, and he seems to be, I don't know, somehow connected, whether through choice or not, to Mensis. I've always thought just because of his yeah. works locations, given that Yarnum, uh, hun- Yarhargul hunters, sorry, hold uh, Tenetris and use the mini Tenetris, mm-hmm. we find mm-hmm. all of the stuff down in Mensis. Yeah, all of the stuff is there. Yeah. He sat with them or he worked with them or whatever. Um, so probably Mensis obviously knows if they didn't already through. Yeah. Archibald or or whatnot. I think it's fair to say that the choir and Mensis know most things about most most things. Well, yeah, it, it seems like Lauren is to Mensis what the choir is to East, basically. Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah, and like the the little yeah, like the the Mensis area connects to like the the two remnants of Lauren that we find via the the lecture hall and like the dark beast. Um. Like they're the ones that seem to have figured out. Yeah, they seem to have figured out oh, amygdala, right, yes. and like yes. the amygdala has the Lauren chalice. So, yeah, yes, yeah. Like you say, I've always kind of again like you associated the choir with ease and yeah. Mensis with Lauren, and that Mensis are probably less religious or sacred about it. Yeah. But they, sorry, yeah. Mens is probably less sacred or religious is the way that the choir is about ease and that they just like using yeah. its its bounty. Like I say, we find the Tenetris up there, their hunters use it. Um, the Dark Beast Parl thing um, is really interesting. I can't remember if it was you that discussed it with Aegon, but that the, the cell that connects Dark Beasts um, oh, yeah, yeah. arena with yeah. Yarhar Ghouls, yeah. it's like a tunnel that's been like dug out and maybe someone was experimented on or they brought back a proto-dark yeah, beast and put it in a cell yeah. and it broke out or something like that. Um, yeah. So I find that quite interesting. I know it's not sure it's true. It might just be a convenient way of getting to well, know. Paul yeah. drops the Spark Hunter badge and it says, like, this was given to Archibald's friends. So presumably, like, Paul is a, a Spark Hunter who transformed. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And harness the power yeah. of because it says like it was it was the method the same methodology so, yeah. as Bergenworth. So like they were like experimenting like like they were going to Lauren and they were finding things from Lauren and bringing them back. So I, I guess Paul's either a transformed spark hunter or Paul ate a spark hunter and we're like pulling the the badge out of the yeah yeah yeah. We're yeah. yeah. the, yeah. the, the digestive yeah. system of a heartbeat. Um, what's interesting in in 
obviously now that you've like made, put out really clearly about the split is obviously we've got the Tumerian tomb discovered by Bergenworth, yeah, and then Bergenworth split into two. Uh, sorry, the the church split into two separate factions: the choir and the Mantis, yeah. and then we've got the two offshoots, Ease and Lauren. Obviously, yeah. they're both plundered yeah, by and both even like respectively. Yeah. Um, one, yeah. their methods obviously Mantis is more about the kind of physical manifestations of blood and abusing things like that effect whereas men's hey, whereas the choir is obviously more about like 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 he's yeah. was communicating with the yeah. cosmos and it's, and it's even broken up physically where like you have the choir up the top of the cathedral and mensa so like down in the bottom and mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 it works really well yeah thank you um do you think kindhurst knows about lauren <sighs> Oh, that's hard to say. I mean, I'm sure they've got fingers in many pies as well. Um, it's hard to say with Kanehurst because, unfortunately, when we see Kanehurst, yeah. it's not in its prime. I'm sure it had more power and influence at some point in time, but it's essentially a, no one's alive anymore and it's just a prison for yeah. the, the Queen, essentially, at this point. So it's hard to tell. I guess, like, yeah. Um, the the transformed beggar might have been to um, Lauren on the basis that he turns into a Lauren enemy. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and there's beast, the yeah. you sometimes run into hunters in Lauren who have the beast claw weapon, and they're they're like the official name for them is Izzy's admirer. So the idea is like irreverent Izzy had something to do with with Lauren as well. Like he was he was hanging around there and. Yeah, yeah, and then you find like Izzy stuff beast. in Forbidden Woods where the the beggar is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, what about Hamwick? Do they know about Lauren? Well, Hamwick's kind of working for um, Mensa, so in a way, so I'd, I'd guess probably yeah. Uh, well, like, Hemwick and Kanehurst are both descended from the Thumerian, like, very directly from the Thumerians. So, like, so presumably, like, they probably knew about, like, how far things got. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay, thank you. What about the fishing hamlet? Did they know about Lauren? Well, because it's where Cos comes from, presumably. The fishing hamlet know a lot. But we don't spend a lot of time there. But like, presumably, they know that like they worship cause. You can see it's the Hamlet from the remnants of Lauren. So like, they must know. Yeah, yeah. There was a point where the fishing Hamlet probably knew more than Bergenworth did in the early days of Bergenworth research. I'd guess. Well, that was that. Yeah, that's the whole point of Bergenworth raiding the place was that we have to know and pillaging their their insight. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Okay. Um, we talked about the healing church already, and I forget. Did we mention Mensis? Yeah. Yeah, through our through our healing church. Okay. Um, yeah. W- one other thing as well is if we we weren't sure that the choir knew about it, um, there's also the fact that Edgar, the so-called choir intelligencer, is in. The Mentis yeah, nightmare, yeah. but presu- so the nightmare yeah. Mentis. I'm guessing he's he was like undercover, like because he's wearing Mentis gear. 
So presumably yes. he like was snooping around pretending to be part of Mensis and got there that way. And got stuck in probably the worst place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do not envy him. Surrounded by spiders. Yeah. Until he gets smashed by us, yeah. It's sad. One one other thing that's probably worth discussing about Lauren um, is the, the brief I mentioned before, the, the whole static electricity thing right. and what is about there that makes the only enemies that are electric, so to speak, yeah. come from there. Um, I don't know what your thoughts on that are. I have no idea. It, it just seems like it's a unique environment that just generated this electricity. I don't know whether it's through like the, the sandstorm conditions or the exact nature of the plague. Um, but I've always thought that it's the dark beasts are undead, right? It's kind of confusing, but yeah, they're meant to be. It, it, the dark beasts, like, it would make sense if it was just Paul, because Mensis are, like, resurrecting dead things in Yahagol, but then apparently, like, just the natural form of the dark beast is that it's undead. Um, well, well I, yeah. Well, I hadn't thought about this, and what if it's the electricity that keeps them going after their bodies decompose? It like, could be you know, that, yeah. our, body, our human body runs on electrical currents essentially. So imagine our organs and muscles starts to decompose because we're dead. But our it's obviously not going to work. But the electrical currents that run through our nervous system from our brain, etc. What if they kept going? They were somehow able to animate the yeah the skeleton. What was left? That's always what I've thought of it. It's like because you see the little bits of fur on it, isn't yeah. there? Like it's almost decomposed on the bones. Yeah. So what if it's that? I mean, that's the best I've got. Dead things weird. And, yeah, and that that would fit with like the allusions to like Frankenstein as well. The film, as yeah, least, yeah, because yeah. it's about electrical currents. Yeah, they going bring the, dead yeah, body to keep yeah. the nervous system yeah. going. Essentially, yeah. Okay, thank you. And um, I think these are all the questions we have about Lauren. Well, that was part one of Lauren and East with Smotown. And um, yep, thank you, Smotown. Thank you. And we're now immediately going to record part two, which will be on Smotown's channel. Yes, it'll be on mine. And Smotown, remind us again uh, about your channel and your social media and stuff. Gladly. Uh, so my YouTube channel is Smotown, my Twitter also Smotown and my Instagram is Smotown those are probably the best places to reach me and you can catch the part 2 of this collaboration on my channel yay okay Okay. Uh, oh should we say bye (laughs) 